there. Welcome to the Life Organized Podcast. If you're feeling overwhelmed, so busy, or like things are getting a little out of control, then this is the podcast that can help you organize your life so you can make space for what matters most. I'm your host, Jenny Layton, and today you are listening to episode number 31, When You Want to Feel More Control Over Your Life. Okay, I wonder if we listen to all of the episodes I've ever recorded, how many times I would have said that what we are talking about that day is my favorite topic. I have a feeling I've probably said that a lot. So even though that's technically what I want to say about what we're going to talk about today, I'm going to change it up a little bit, keep you guessing. I'm going to say that what we're talking about today, the tool I'm going to give you is the tool that makes the biggest difference for my clients. It's a game changer. It's a pivotal moment where I really start to see them take off. So I cannot wait to share more about this with you. All right, with every client, we kind of go on this little journey together. We start wherever they're at. You know, what the first part of that journey is always cleaning up something, all right? It could be their home or decluttering and organizing spaces, or maybe it's their time management, their productivity. So we spend a lot of time on systems and routines and figuring out how to be more productive. Sometimes it's their mindset. We work a lot on better thought awareness and on being more emotionally strong, but regardless of whatever it is we're working on together, if my clients stick with me long enough to get through that very first layer, that messy layer, and we get some things cleaned up, then... Every one of them, they all start to want to get ahead of things. They are tired of being reactive. They don't want to fight fires anymore. They want to feel more in control of their lives. See, that's what happens when we get organized. We get those messes cleaned up. We start to want to create something better. And when they reach that point, when they feel that way, the answer is the same for all of them. You want to know what it is? Drum roll here. I teach them how to plan their week. Okay, is that a little anticlimactic? Were you hoping I'd say something a little more exciting? All right, I know it kind of seems like true control over your life should be a lot cooler than needing to plan your week. And I think my clients kind of think so too. In fact, it's always at least several sessions that they mess around a little bit with the idea of weekly planning, maybe do it half-heartedly, but then... When they finally have a few good experiences with it, bam, they are hooked. There is no going back. Seriously. So what is weekly planning? Why is it so important? Well, it's pretty basic. Weekly planning is when we pick a regular time each week to plan our upcoming week. We look at our calendars, we think about what needs to get done, and then we lay the groundwork so that we can sail through the week with so much more ease and joy and so much less stress, so much less clutter. So this is what positions my clients to start being really successful. I know that when they've reached the level that they can be consistent with weekly planning, there are cool things on the horizon for them. Weekly planning just seems to help them become better stewards over their current lives. And then it has a way of starting to make space for those bigger things they want to accomplish, the things that matter most, like we always talk about, like building a business or a career, spending more time with the people that we love, self-growth or self-improvement. It's a very predictable cycle. 
And weekly planning has a lot to do with it. And honestly, as I said, once they've experienced it, my clients are hooked. Okay, let me give you a few examples. On one call, a client recently shared how much easier life had become since regular weekly planning. She said it was the week of St. Patrick's Day, and my youngest daughter really wanted to celebrate with a treasure hunt. So usually I'd be scrambling the night before at 11 o'clock trying to figure something out. But because I'd done weekly planning, it was so simple. I saw that St. Patrick's Day was coming up soon. I ordered gold coins from Amazon. I added corned beef, cabbage, and Skittles to my grocery list. And I planned some treasure hunt things, picked up what I needed when I was already doing other errands. It was such a wonderful feeling to have everything be so easy and stress-free. And it wouldn't have happened if I hadn't done my weekly planning. Okay, do you love that? Do you feel the ease and joy that she experienced as a direct result of weekly planning? I love that. I mean, I know this is not life or death. You know, it's just St. Patrick's Day. There's worse things than not being prepared for something like this. But I just think this is an example that really illustrates how weekly planning can simplify your life. It's one tiny shift. A small investment of your time, 20 minutes or so, and it has such a big payoff. It reminds me of one of my favorite coaching mantras, and that's you either pay the price of success or you pay the price of failure, but either way, you pay a price. And that's what weekly planning does. It gives us an easy way to pay the price of success with simple planning and preparing so we avoid the more expensive price of failure, which is stressing fitting in things we don't have time for, running around to do things that should have been done with a simple click of a button if we'd just done them a little earlier. Weekly planning sets you up to pay that nicer price of success in little ways that add up. All right, would you like another awesome example of how weekly planning makes such a difference? I want you to pay attention to this. A client texted me this one Monday morning and just listen to what weekly planning did for her, okay? She said, on Sunday night, I just felt so exhausted, probably from a lack of sleep, but also just being unable to face almost anything. So I went to bed, and when I woke up this morning, I felt uneasy. As I tried to get to the bottom of what I was feeling and what felt off, I realized I felt lost. And you know why? Because I never finished my weekly planning yesterday. Once I realized this, I took a few minutes to finish up my weekly planning, and I felt right back on top and like my normal self. Mm, Pay attention to that. I felt like my normal self. I felt good again. I felt in control. That right there, that's what I'm trying to help you find. Your normal self that feels capable at your best. And that is something that weekly planning can help you achieve. So let's just talk about a few ways that we can weekly plan. I'm going to give you three really simple steps, all right? The first one is find a regular time to do your weekly planning. And I'm smiling as I'm saying this because I can just hear you saying, well, that was predictable that you were going to tell me to do something at a regular time. And that's right. If you've hung around me at all, you know that anytime there's something regular we have to do, we want to do it at a regular time. That's how we automate things with our brain. That's how we make it a habit. Okay, so that's what we want to do with your weekly planning. So let's figure out a time that's going to work best for you. Okay, as a general rule, I recommend that my clients do weekly planning sometime over the weekend, usually a Saturday or a Sunday. I kind of like the way a weekend can be both a close to the last week 
the old week and then the open to a new one. So Saturdays and Sundays really are what I usually recommend. Now, I do have a client who's discovered that Monday mornings are the best time for him to plan his week. And I have had some clients that want to plan their upcoming week as they close out their last week, you know, as they're leaving work on Friday. There's no wrong way to do it. The trick is really just to find what works for you, okay? But for the most part, I would say sometime on Saturday or Sunday is going to be the best bet. You know, you might want to start with that. All right, so as you decide when your weekly planning time should be, watch for a pocket of time that aligns with that time, you know, that's consistently open week to week. We really want to choose a predictable time that's not going to have a lot of other activities competing for that same time slot. So for example, if your kids play sports on Saturdays and the schedule's really erratic, you don't want to set up your weekly planning time for Saturday mornings because half the time you're going to miss it. And it's hard to be consistent with something when it's shifting around all the time. So look for a time you can count on each week where you can take 20 minutes to plan without interruption. Even the busiest people can find a time when the house is quiet and people are not needing you so you can really think through your week and identify what you need to do. So when is that time for you? All right, I want to give you another little tip when you're choosing the right time for your weekly planning routine, and that is to use a habit hook to make that happen. Now, I know, again, I sound like a broken record. We talk about habit hooks a lot on the Life Organized podcast, but you know, a little repetition never hurts. I think I'm going to just tell you one more time what a habit hook is. A habit hook is when you want to implement a new habit, you hook it into an existing habit. Over time, your brain associates the two tasks, and the first task that is already automatic becomes a trigger for the new task you want to incorporate. So soon, that new task or habit becomes as automatic as the first one. So some people use the habit hook of when they wake up on Saturday or Sunday morning, or maybe on Sunday when they get home from church, or on either of those days when the baby goes down for a nap. So just kind of think through your weekend, think through the more consistent things you do, Think about when that good time is, and is there a habit hook you can leverage during that pocket of time? Okay, that's going to give you the best chances for follow through. All right, now let's talk about what you'll do during your weekly planning. This is that second step, okay? So the next thing I want you to consider is to build your week around your existing commitments. All right, right up front, we need to see what is non-negotiable. We do this by checking our calendar and seeing what we've already committed to. So what appointments do we have? What carpools will we be driving? Do we need to make any arrangements for anything? When are the kids' games? Do you have work deadlines? Is it anyone's birthday? Does your child have a special program or activity? And if so, what do you need to do for that? Do you need to buy anything special from the store? Right now I'm thinking of my client that conveniently picked up Skittles, corned beef, and cabbage during her regular weekly grocery shopping. Think of all the time that saved her, that extra inconvenient trip, if she hadn't been looking ahead at her calendar, you know, just giving herself that time to add that to her grocery list. So you can think of details like this, and you can work them into what you're already doing. You know, add them to your shopping list or your errand list. You can do that as you plan your week. Maybe your child needs to bring a certain item to school. Maybe you need to pick up a birthday gift or snacks for halftime at the soccer game. Maybe you know that a uniform is going to need to be washed or found 
or picked up from the dry cleaner. These are the kind of details you can take care of during your weekly planning. I love getting ahead of things like this. I love just knowing that things are going to fall in place and work with ease. And all it took was a little bit of foresight to know how I can kind of just wiggle that into things that I'm already doing. Think of the amount of time you spend scrambling to take care of these things later in the week when we don't do our weekly planning. How inconvenient is this? We want to avoid this inconvenience. We want to avoid being reactive like this. We want to avoid fighting these kinds of fires. This is what I meant when I talked about the price of failure. The price of failure is more expensive because it uses up time we don't have to give in really inconvenient ways. It uses up energy that we wanted for something else. By comparison, the price of success is small because the time we take to plan is time that works, time that we have to spare. It's that 20 or so minutes once a week. It gives us that zoomed out picture of our week so we can easily incorporate tasks, phone calls, sending emails when it's convenient. Okay, think of my clients. How good did they feel when they felt that sense of control over their lives? You can have that too when you do your weekly planning. Okay, how about one more tip? The other thing I want you to consider in your weekly planning is what do you want to include in your week? Now that's kind of a novel idea, isn't it? I feel like a lot of times when we're just living reactively and not planning and preparing, we're just kind of doing all the things we have to do. We don't give ourselves that opportunity to ask what we want to do. So if you've been fighting a lot of fires and barely keeping your head above water, it might seem impossible to have pockets of time open up for anything extra. But remember, my job as your organizing life coach is to help you make space for what matters most. So what do you want to do? Even if it's something small, as you sit down and do your weekly planning, this is where you get to work that into your week. Do you want to make sure you call your mom or your grandma? Have you been meaning to do that, but you just don't have the time? Do you want to go to a lunch with a friend you've been meaning to get back together with? Do you just want to get out on a couple of walks or enjoy a couple of minutes of quiet time to read? Or maybe you've got a project you've been wanting to get to. You need to choose that new paint color for your bedroom or clean out that junk drawer or that closet that's been driving you crazy. This is where you get to incorporate those kind of things into your life, and I love it. Weekly planning is when you make space for these kinds of things. This is where you get more proactive. This is where the payoff comes from having an organized life. So as you look at your week, look for those open pockets of time and then be deliberate with them. Sometimes I even schedule it in my calendar. Call mom. Go on a walk with that friend. Find flights for the vacation. Whatever it is, if you don't make space for it, something else will fill up that time instead. So use your weekly planning to make space for what matters most. Okay, so let's just do a reality check here. Do you think planning your week is really essential, or is it just kind of a nice, organizing type of thing to do? All right, planning your week is only essential if you want to feel more in control of your life. And I would really love to have you give it a try. So right now, give it your best guess. When is a good time for you to weekly plan? What habit hook could you use? And right now, whatever you're doing, if you're multitasking, come back to me. Just grab your phone or your planner and schedule in weekly planning. When are you going to do it? This is your action from this episode. Give it a try 
and tell me what you think. You can find me on JL the Happy Gal on Instagram, and I would love to hear how this goes for you. If you message me, I will reply. If you get stuck and have a question, you can find me on Instagram. Just send me a message. I want to hear what that is. Let me know what you're feeling, where you're stuck, or what's working for you. And I will respond and give you an answer. I love getting these messages and feedback from you. All right. Okay. One additional action to consider. If you like this conversation, if you can feel that it would make a big difference in your life, if you know you really want to do it, but you think you could use a little bit more encouragement or accountability, I just want to recommend you consider joining the Life Organized Membership. Next month, we'll be spending the whole month fine-tuning your weekly planning in a module called Organize Your Time. It is that important. Weekly planning is important enough that we're going to focus on it for an entire month because like I said, this is where my clients really start to launch. So I'm going to give you all the details in Life Organized so you feel really confident about it. We've scratched the surface here in this episode, but I want to give you some backup strategies for when you miss your weekly planning. I want to make sure you know you're really picking the best time for you. And most of all, in the Life Organized membership, we'll talk about where you can get the accountability and motivation to start doing it and keep doing it because it is the cumulative effect of weekly planning that really starts to make a difference. And it's one incredible group we have in this membership that's going to help you do it. There really is. This is a foundational routine that will open up a lot of opportunities for you to move to the next level in your life. If it's in your business, with your family, or a personal goal or cause you care about. So be sure to check the show notes for a link to the Life Organized Membership where you can learn more about how to really make the weekly planning routine stick for you. All right. I just want to close with this. My client that texted about how she got back on track after weekly planning when she'd skipped it, here's the last part of her text. She said, without weekly planning, I would have wallowed in that feeling of defeat and overwhelm for days, probably even a week or more. It was so amazing to get clarity on that right off the bat and realize what consistency in weekly planning has done for me. It's just one more example of when you consistently do something that's good, it's not until you have the contrast of missing it that you realize the difference it's making. I now have a newfound loyalty to my weekly planning. I'm pretty sure that you can have that same experience too. So remember, pick that habit hook for your weekly planning and give it a try this weekend. And if you're ready for more, check the show notes for a link to learn about Life Organized. Okay, my friend, that's all I've got for you today. Thank you so much for spending a few minutes with me. I love that we get to hang out like this. And remember, when you feel overwhelmed or frustrated or dissatisfied with life, the happy gal way is your key to helping you organize your life so you can make space for what matters most. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.